Good day, students. Good day, and we say good day. <laughs> Welcome to the Theo Pop Culture Smackdown for the week of modernity. Yes, and this week we are going to be having a civil and respectful disagreement about the relationship between Christian belief and Christian action. The modern era really brings this conversation out in a way that most of us will recognize. Um, and it's really a series of questions. What is the relationship between belief and action? Which one comes first, chicken or the egg? Should you mm. act in a way that is Christian and that shapes your belief? Should you believe first and then demonstrate that belief through action? Mm -hmm. It's a really complex conversation that is very, very much alive and real today. Mm, indeed, indeed. Do you have a story about um, belief or action? That kind of tension that could that could kick it off. Yeah. Let me let me think for a second. Let me think for a second. Maybe do we have a do we have an artifact we with do, this? We while do. I think do the yes. artifact while I think of a story. We have um, a Christian blog called Christian Motivations, and <laughs> that's the blog. It's called Christian yeah, Motivations. Christian Motivations. Well, there it is. Um, yes, and there is. Um, a blog entry that is about the relationship between belief and action. And it includes oh. this charming little household decoration. Um, it's a, it's one of those um, like kind of farm style, farmhouse, farmhouse like style, chalkboard, like a chalkboard, chalkboard thing that says your beliefs don't make you a better person. Your behavior does. Oh. And it's a discussion about that's our artifact. Yeah. Right the there. artifact basically is arguing that it's not so much your beliefs, it's your action. Yeah. Yeah. I like the artifact just being that chalk sign. I like it too, I like actually. the chalk sign. Just that, just like that the chalk, chalk sign. sign. <laughs> Got to yeah, post that. Yeah. Your beliefs don't make you a better person. Your behavior does. That's something like you would see hung in like your aunt's house or something like that. Oh, know? it's totally something that would... What, it's it's kitchen, kitchen kitsch material. Kitchen kitsch material. <laughs> for sure. For I sure. love it. I thought of a story that, that for me... Um, really, really, really brings this home in okay. a way. I think it makes it maybe even a little painfully uncomfortable oh, for our audience. Okay. So get ready for it. So there's a, a, a New Testament scholar. His name is Bart Ehrman. He teaches at the University of North Carolina. And he's, he's not a Christian. So he teaches Bible, but he teaches it from like a secular kind of like literature and history and language mm -hmm. kind of perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and I heard a lecture that he gave one time and he was talking about an experience he had in a classroom with his students at the University of North Carolina. Okay. And he, the story goes as follows. Bart Ehrman says that on the first day of class, this is like introduction to the Bible at a state, okay. a state institution. So they would be teaching the Bible very different, you know, from the way that we would here at George Fox. Right, but, right. But, you know, in the South there, South, you know, in, in North Carolina, not really the South, but the Southeast, you know, the South broadly, yeah. <laughs> there's a kind of a cultural Christianity that's kind of like in the water, even oh, in a, even in a way so. that's not really an organ. So yeah, much. for sure. For sure. So Bart Ehrman, in order to kind of like expose that and to expose this issue of belief versus action, he tells, he, he says to the students, hey, everybody, welcome to class, blah, blah. He introduces the class as an introduction to the Bible, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, oh, by the way, could you just raise a hand in this room? Just raise your hand if you have ever read the entire Harry Potter series beginning to end. <laughs> and of course, the hands just shoot up, right? right. And say it's a right. big lecture hall. There are like 300 students in the lecture hall and like 250 hands go up. Right. Because they're, you know, because, and probably if we asked our students here the same question, I wonder how many hands would go up. Oh, yeah. Um, well, my hand would go up for sure. There you go. <laughs> um, I would be like one of the 50 whose hasn't. I've seen You're some like, of the I movies. Saw the movie. I'm not against it, but I'm not for it. I'm just kind of like, okay. Um, so, and then he's like, oh, okay, cool. And he goes, by the way, um, by the way, how many of you believe in this room, like your actual belief, 
you believe that the Bible, the Christian Bible, is God's holy word. Like, like, like you believe, in fact, that the Bible is like a letter, like a, like a letter for faith and practice and love that God wrote to humanity. Just don't be shy. It's okay. I don't believe that. But if you believe that, go ahead. Raise, can you raise your hand? Almost the same number of hands go up as read the Harry Potter series. Right, right. Do you see the setup coming? I do. Oh, I really it's do. brutal. Okay, quick, quick. Who has read the whole Bible? It's like 14 people out of 250. He's like, wait, he's like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. He's like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, wait, are you saying for like two, over 200 of you, are you saying that you believe God wrote a divine book, which isn't granted it's long, but it's not that long. Uh-huh. Wrote that book, bequeathed it to humanity with divine instructions. And you're like, nah, I haven't read it. <laughs> like, you know, and I think that's a very challenging point for Christians because it's like, wait, like, what is the relationship then in that case? Like, say for those students, like, look, students, we're not talking about you out there. We're talking about this fiction, this other group of other students right, who are total right, hypocrites. Right. It doesn't apply to us at all. But just imagine just in what case. it might be like to hold a belief that's that serious and then to act on it. In a not serious in way. In a totally not serious <laughs> way. It would, at least at the very minimum, it would raise the question, which we want to debate in front of you here on the pod, about what is primary? Like, is that belief, is that raising your hand primary that you, that you said you read, that you said you believe it's God's word or is the action primary where you didn't raise your hand that meant you didn't read it and you don't actually believe that? Like, does it mean you don't believe it if you were in that class and you didn't raise your hand for reading the whole Bible? Right. Can you believe it, but then not do it? Does that even make sense? I guess that's what's at stake. That's right. So we're going to argue this in front of you all and then we want to hear from you as well. Mm. And I'm actually pretty excited about it. Um, why don't we just pick pick a position that we think we can argue okay. the best? Do you want to flip a coin or do you just want to pick one? Um, so one person's going to argue. It's not really a pro. Oh, yeah. Con. Okay, wait. One yeah, person's arguing a belief. You, you got the keys. You keep trying oh, to yeah, encroach. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's Did true. you just hear that, students? She tried to take over the coin flip. <laughs> I forgot. She tried to take over the coin flip. <laughs> I will I flip forgot. this coin. I'll flip the coin and then you can choose okay. if you get it right. Okay. Go ahead. Tails. Correct. Aha. Okay. On I, fl I flipped it once, subject. but it was done. And then I flipped it again while you okay. called. So okay. You were wrong the first time, but right oh. the second time. We give it to you the second time. Okay. Okay. On the subject of which comes first, which is most important, belief or action, I'm going to choose action. Oh, action for action. you. And that means I get belief. Okay. I lost the coin toss though, so that's <laughs> what I get. Um, okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. I think I went first last time. All right. All right. Three minutes. Three minutes to argue. Three minutes for you. Five minutes to talk. And then we'll wrap it up. Okay. And go. Uh, belief. Yes, I'm arguing for belief. Belief is primary, my friends. <sighs> we act on our beliefs. We act and ac action is totally meaningful. Indeed, you could say they go together, but really that first spark comes from what you believe. Jesus, you know, this is the Christian message. D Jesus doesn't give us a chance to just change our naughty actions. You know, that's like, ch that's just childish spirituality. Jesus wants you to be a good little girl. Jesus wants you to be a good little boy. That's a very moralistic kind of way. It's not about following rules. Uh, you know, it's about our minds. It's about our hearts. It's about our souls. Does anybody even believe in a soul anymore? <laughs> Raise your hand if you out there, if you believe in a soul, <laughs> our heart gets transformed first by Jesus. Then the actions come. And by the way, I can say for my own self in, in my own conversion and spiritual story, when I was in college, when I really kind of came to Christ really for the first time on my own, this was totally true in my own conversion story. 
I committed to a certain kind of belief. And then my actions kind of admittedly and, and to my shame kind of lagged behind a little bit. Um, and I, and, and they still do, of course, but, but, you know, it took a little while for that to catch up and get in line with, with the new kind of heart transformation. You know, the book of Romans, a great book of the Bible that Martin Luther loved, go Luther, chapter 10 <laughs> says this, and I'll read from Romans. This is Romans 10, five, just some excerpts. Moses writes, uh, Moses writes this about the righteousness that's by the law. The person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into deep, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yes, I acknowledge, by the way, that declaring with your mouth is an action. <laughs> but notice, notice like you have to believe it like, you have to believe it for it is with your heart that you are believed that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Um, you know, if this, uh, if this whole thing were just about actions, like doing stuff, we don't really need the Christian message. Actually, we don't really need Jesus. We don't really need any of the specifics about heaven and hell and, and, and the creeds. Well, who even needs the creeds? You know, probably a lot of you out there who are Christians, or even if you're not, you know some people who have really amazing lives of pure and wonderful action out there in the world without any of the specific Christian beliefs. So if you can have the actions without the beliefs, and if action is primary, what's the point of having the belief at all, right? We'd, we What we would just need is just um, like social organizations that help orient us around some commonly agreed good goals. Christianity is not a social movement to produce good behavior, though. 15 seconds. Oh man, I had some other points there, but you know what? I'm just going to end with that. Christianity is not a social movement to produce good behavior. It's about your belief in your heart. Whoa. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's it. That's All what right. I got. All right. Okay. All okay. Right. Very good. When okay. you're ready. I'm reset the timer. The timer has been reset and go. All right, students. If, if as Dr. Doak said, actions were only about do-gooding, maybe I would agree. Maybe I would agree mm. with his um, argument here, but I want to bring to your attention the idea that the Christian life is not actually only about doing something, or the actions of the Christian life are not necessarily only about doing right or wrong. And the point of the Christian life is not about right belief. The point of the Christian life is to give glory to God and to experience union with God. And so the question is, how do we experience union with God? I want to bring up one of the... Luther, uh, Martin, book burner, Luther's least favorite book, burner. <laughs> book, book deleter, um, Luther's least favorite books, uh, James 2, verse 14 through 16, um, where the author of James says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but do not have works, can faith save you? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what good is it? Uh, what is the good of that? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. And so that makes me think about the the earlier illustration that you brought up, Dr. Doke, about Bart Ehrman and his class of Harry Potter Bible readers. I think what he, what the author of James would say is actually none of those students believed that the Bible is really powerful because it was the action that demonstrates the belief. So 
the action is what um, actually gives you some any kind of concrete evidence of your beliefs. Your actions tell the truth, right? So um, one of the things that um, w- one of the most important reasons why I think that belief cannot ever be primary for the the Christian life has to do with um, who counts as a Christian and who even counts as a human being. Because if we say that Christianity is dev- is is decided by right belief, what about people who literally cannot? believe or cannot confess a belief in a way that we recognize as mm. correct. So what about those who have been injured or who have who don't have the mental capacity to make some sort of elaborate confession of belief? How do we do we say that those people are no longer Christian? No, I think that we can welcome them into the body of Christ and we can welcome them into experiencing union with God in seconds. part through action. So the action that I am talking about in this case are Christian rituals and rites and celebrations of the union available to us um, with God. And I'm talking specifically about actions like baptism and communion. So we may not be able to have like the extraordinary brain power of Martin Luther, but we can still experience union with God and we can still give glory to God by receiving um, the presence and the divine life of God through those actions. And time. And time. Perfectly timed. You'd think we'd been doing this now for quite some <laughs> Ta-da! time. Ta-da! Yeah. All right, five minutes, open sparring, followed by the revelation of yes. our true views. Yes, 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 um, yes. Great. Your last point there, I'll seize upon it. Say, great, <laughs> great point. Like, I think about, like, children, right? Right. Babies. Like, right. how can... And, and maybe it would seem to some that that consideration is just a, a niche, a side consideration. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, I think it's, I think it's bigger than that. I mean, it's... There are, you know, a lot of a lot of children who don't make it to the age where they can make a certain b- belief declaration. It's mm-hmm. like, what are we to mm-hmm. think that God mm-hmm. is doing with that, right? If if belief is like this this sine qua non, like nothing can surpass it, or people with different abilities or just a different, you know, kind of like way of thinking or the way their mind is oriented or, you know, there are people with mental illness and just all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that that's a serious point. That that someone would have to to deal with if they if they believed what I argued and and it was a good point that you made. Well, I appreciate that, but I'll I'll give you the counterpoint to that that I think that most people who would argue that you know for to use an academic term the primacy of belief that mm-hmm. belief is first. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they there's an argument for what's called the age of accountability. Some students mm-hmm. might be familiar with that, which sure. basically says that God has a special grace or a special relationship to children and maybe even people who have um, mental health or um, disabilities who are not able to confess in a way that that like um, traditionally people would recognize mm-hmm. as like a, a valid confession of faith. And so they would be called they would they would say that well they fall under a special class of people who are protected and graced by God right. um, because they don't have that capacity. Right. So I think that there's a way, if you want to argue for the primacy of belief, you can, you can figure out a way around it sure. by having this special category, um, of, of belief. I thought that you did a really good job of really, you know, embodying the spirit of Luther, um, <laughs> which is, it came alive in me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you it. did a really good job. Which, I was back at the diet of worms, <laughs> the worms, I worms. guess technically, but you know, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I think you make a really good point about the whole, like the, Christian idea and biblical idea, not just Christians, um, of, of repentance, right? Mm -hmm. Like that it kind of encompasses, it it seems to imply some sort of 
change of mind. Sure. Um, so yeah, I, I well, thought that was good. Yeah. Thanks for that. What, I mean, what if I put this back to you argumentatively? So mm-hmm. your view could lead to the idea, my view could lead to the horrible idea that you could just believe things in outer space in your mind and never act them out. Mm-hmm. Your belief though, could it not lead to the horrible idea that you could just reject actually Jesus's teachings and, and all of the spiritual like uniqueness of Jesus and just do kind of some right things and treat people the right way and boom. That's it. You just, you get, you, you go to heaven, you're good, you're whatever the words you want to use. And it doesn't actually have anything to do with Jesus. I think that that is, um, I think that if you define, um, this, uh, like giving action, pri- like the, the, if you say that Christianity is primarily about action and you define that action as moral action, then mm-hmm. yes. But I think if you say that Christianity is primarily about action and you define that as like Christian ritual, then no. So, like, what is the action right. that that establishes a relationship with God and right. gives you, like, that special relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't, like, potential problems with that, but I think, yes, you're right. Like, a lot of times people who argue for belief first will say, well, what's the difference between Christianity and Buddhism or right. any other, right. or Judaism or any other kind of religion? Like, it, ha- right. you have to have a... Sp- a really important like place for Jesus right. at the center of that. Or just a good social teaching system. I mean, there are people who yeah. aren't part of any religion who just go like, whatever. Yeah. Who just get on board with like, you know, some really good actions, some really basic truths. And if you do that, um, the thing about ritual though, that you bring up, I mean, that's a fascinating point because yes, you could baptize a baby who can't believe in a certain way. Right. But then if it's just about, if it is about the action primarily, why don't, why doesn't everyone just get baptized? Even if they don't believe in God or anything, just as like a fail safe, like, like who knows? It might be fake, but if that, if that helped me, why don't I just do it? Yeah. I think that that is the counterpoint to that, right? Like that there ought to be some sort of, um, some sort of uh, adult responsibility, which kind of takes us back to the the sacraments lecture um, and the practice of confirmation and mm-hmm. and um, penance and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think from my perspective, this is there's a reason why Christians have been arguing about this forever. <laughs> it's kind of a hard one. Yeah, yeah. There's a tension there that that oh. sort of ought to be there. I think is is now the time where we talk about our own. Play the keys. Now's okay, the time. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Dr. Payne, what is your actual <gasps> belief, dare I say, about this? Aha. Uh-huh. What is your action about My this? My action. <laughs> I confess as an action. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, honestly, I, I think there's supposed to be intention with one another, this idea of belief in action. And the canon doesn't actually, like, answer that definitively. Mm-hmm. But if I had to weigh in, I'm I'm sort of a Jamesian in this. Uh, I'm sort of an action-oriented guy. Yeah, just because um, really, actually, for from my perspective, you said it so well in the airman um, that that college lecture mm-hmm. um, illustration, because I think that if there's not some sort of action, yeah. then it's it's hard to really people can say they believe all kinds of bizarre conspiracy theory things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a difference between saying like, yeah, I think something, some kind of wild conspiracy theory is true and then acting on that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Well, it was funny while I was reading the Romans chapter 10 thing mm-hmm. and arguing the point, 
while I was reading it, and you noticed my discomfort because I felt the need to jump in and editorialize when you I got did. to verse did. I knew it. I knew it. If you declare with your mouth, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's an action. It is an action. And actually, yeah. technically in that verse, if you wanted to get really like mystical and technical and literal about it, the action that the, the declaring with the mouth precedes the belief. But then he goes on to really emphasize the belief. Right. So I was like, well, maybe that makes up for it. So I, I so <laughs> I agree with your point about the tension. I think there's a tension in scripture that doesn't, I think that this is true. There's a tension in scripture and in, 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 in our tradi Christian tradition that does not let you off the hook easily on this question. No. Yeah. I will give, I, <laughs> I will give the slight razor thin, almost imperceptible edge in my own experience, my own gut feeling. I'm going to give it to belief. Oh, interesting. Precisely because I just believe there's something that has to be it kind of comes down, and this is really about the Reformation too. It comes down yeah. to like, what do you really think down at the deepest bottom is really the heart of the faith? And I think there's something about this idea that, you know, there's it's just grace. Like God just gives it to you. And if you if you if you go too far into the action thing, I think I believe some of the stuff I was saying about like, well, you know, you could have this kind of like social kind of Christianity, which really just drops Jesus. And there are forms of Christianity that have essentially done this. Mm -hmm. That has happened. Like that's not just a hypothetical thing. And I think that there's just barely, but it's just barely. And I see all of the virtues in the action side. And James is an awesome book. And I believe in that verse with all of my heart, but. Yeah, I think, well, students, I think you, you've, you've heard it here. Um, and you'll hear that same tension elsewhere. And we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Um, presumably most Christians would, would say that those two things go hand in hand, yeah. it's, but it's which one gets the yeah. razor No fair edge. to say both. No one gets to say both. Okay. You <laughs> yeah, gotta just you gotta barely decide. pick. Go, we, we, did. we did it. We did it. Okay. <laughs>